0: Take three. Take two. Sucked. First one. Yeah. Break it up. Yo, I break it up and spit it like tobacco in right fields. I'm acting like a savage and exploding like minefields. So much aggression and expression of mine minefields. Like fighting for my life, a rap attacker with mic skills. The time is critical and ticking like time bombs. My offense is pivotal, my lyrics will bear arms. My defense is evident, I block and I jab back, duck and attack and smack him with the back of my left hand. Just like a horror movie. Moment you ran into me An evil spirit, you hear it and now you'll never lose me Call it some ragged magic like Hocus Pocus Tiger fist with a little bit of the dragon lotus Who needs a bodyguard? I'll hit your body hard 55-hit combo to split your phony squad Thinking faster than brain matter can spark a thought Plan a suggestion, inception before the script was bought. Battle with axes and hammers and bullets blazing Call it amazing the way I'm raiding your masquerade.
1: driving down and you've got you know the hudson river right in between you and then you can see jersey on the other side yep, yep, you never leave the river because the port is right there on the water so you're just driving down the water the entire time
2: and as in good true fashion Missed the first couple minutes because I didn't press record.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: So quick recap, we're back after three months, and Chris Holy went on vacation. we forever. Eh? And,
3: uh, <laughs> uh, time has no meaning. Time has you no move. meaning. Uh, i you hit record. Our, our, our calendar is, is pinpointed by uh, holidays. You went on a holiday? Time holiday?
1: Has, time has no meaning. Blah, blah,
3: blah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, cracking the beer,
3: cracking the, crackin the beer, and, and we are back. up to date. We're up yep. to
1: date. Holy
2: shit! <laughs> now this this cruise oh, that you did—it's been a while. Yeah, you know? uh, this was your dress-up cruise, your Halloween.
1: Yes, yeah, it was a Halloween theme. So uh, oh. Wesley and I went as very fancy. Uh, How'd you guys go? Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Aha, who's Peter Pan? I did not shave, so there's your answer.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could see him more as Peter Pan anyway. I don't look good in them tights,
2: so. Let's <laughs> yeah. see, let's see.
3: Yeah, but he's got the face for Peter Pan. He he's got like that the the young boy face, face. Yeah. young boy mischievous wonder face, right? And I'm marrying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's coming up so soon. Yeah, it is. And given that our you know our calendar flies by holiday and not by oh, day, yeah. month, week, or year, that'll be here before you know it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I am gonna need to know some dates. Yeah. Because,
3: uh, yep. Wait, do we have dates yet or no? It's just October, right?
1: Just the wedding date. That's all we got. Yeah, October thirteenth is the wedding date. Okay, it's Friday the thirteenth, and we planned it that way.
3: Oh wow! we uh, just to, had a Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Yes,
1: we did. Wow. So so you are going.
3: You are going for the next one. The going bachelor. For the, one. Uh, the bachelor dates. That's yeah, because
1: I am. I am sending the invite to those of you who might not be in the wedding party. Because why not? Yeah. Some of you. That's because we're it. planning it. We're planning it. <laughs> Some of us have earned it. <laughs> we're planning this. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's
2: now that I'm, like, double booking myself left and right. Definitely. Oh, well, yeah. You've room. got a lot of dates mm-hmm. now. Oh Yeah.
1: I mean. And the fall is going to be a
2: huge wedding time for yeah. you. I have, I think, five weddings this year that I'm, like, in or going to as a guest, not just working.
3: Oh, wow. So, like, that's I, a lot. I have his and Bill
2: A week before, I have my friends that I'm in. Um, then I have another one in early September. Then my buddy Joey's getting married in the Philippines in, like, four months. Are
3: you going to the Philippines? Yeah. Holy shit. That's going to be wild. Isn't your boyfriend over there? Taiwan. Taiwan. My friend's from Taiwan, or lives in Taiwan.
2: Well, we're hitting somewhere. We're doing some island hopping. So, oh, okay. I'll, I'll well, if you know. you're in Taiwan, I'll
3: link you up with yeah, Brendan. Yeah, I'll let you know that way you can uh, you can link up with him. Did you that's say right. Go we were him? yeah. We were ringside. So he met one of my best friends from high school. We were ringside for AEW. It was fantastic. It's good. It was good. Sh- it's good, yeah, uh, it a good show. Yeah. Good show. All right. Yeah. All right.
2: And then I think I have one more or two more thrown in there that I don't remember.
3: Wow, that's craziness. Yeah. And you're announcing. And he's announcing. So, okay. so how many and dates of those do you have set so up? So
2: big, big story on that one.
3: Well, take us through it real quick, okay. from A to Z. Like, how did how'd you get linked up with it? How did you fall into it? What's the future look like for it?
2: So, started only because I had a friend who's training at one of the wrestling schools up there. And can you
3: name drop it or no? Will. No, no, the school. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Like we know who Will is. uh, It is
2: Elite Pro Wrestling Academy.
3: Oh, okay. Is it new or are they trying to like bank off the AEW name? No, brand new. Oh, okay.
1: Um, Can they use Elite?
3: That's a story for... (laughs) That's a whole episode (laughs) onto itself. Yeah.
2: That's a possible off-air story. Um, (laughs) So they started the whole thing and the the owner's like, oh, we should just start a federation. So... And that's what they did? So that now that's they have a cool. school and a federation. And where they have their school, they're going to be also running showouts out of because it's like a old mall that was in Concord. Mm-hmm. So it's tons of space. Okay. I think he has four rings in there now or three rings in Damn. there now.
1: That's pretty impressive.
2: Holy crap. So they're going to be running shows out of there. Um, my buddy Will, who ended up training over there, they were looking for some guys to do announcing. And he's like, oh, Ryan's a DJ you know used to doing announcing right. so I got in touch that way and then went in for the show and uh they end up having like three or four other announcers because there's so many other dates that they had planned they had like 40 shows maybe 50 shows this year wow which is almost like one a weekend but uh then they were like oh we have no one to do commentary and I was like well you know I'll give it a shot. I've never done it before, but I'll give commentary a shot. So instead of doing the announcing, I went from announcing to commentary real quick. So I'm going to talk to them about instead of doing the commentary live and booking off like wedding dates, if I can go in like a Monday or a Tuesday and do voiceover commentary, so still have the commentary, like the same guy just doing commentary, depending on how they release their shows or if they even put them on... YouTube or live Twitch or Facebook
3: I was gonna ask is it being recorded and presented somewhere so it, the first two were recorded
2: definitely so I did the commentary for the show so I don't know if they're using it for themselves or if they're gonna eventually put them on Twitch or on YouTube as like a after effect mm-hmm. right so if they do that I'm gonna see if I could do the voiceover commentary so I could still do that and the DJing so I'm not losing any of the DJ gigs right
3: yeah. Uh so it's not necessarily something where you need to be there live for commentary, right? No. Because the the commentary isn't piped into the venue, no. it's just recorded yeah, it's just for, recorded for the, use. Yeah. Cuz I've been to, I remember going a long time ago as a kid. Yeah. And that commentary would be like live yep. in the arena kind of thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, as of right now it's not. Right. Uh
2: but it could be eventually, but that kind of takes away from the wrestling show.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh always just being live you never ever hear commentary, so Right. I think it'll be a recorded situation, then they'll post to wherever.
1: Like, you're watching a match, though, right? You're They're watching everything live. Okay. But,
2: um, They have the, the hard cam, and into the hard cam they had the headsets recorded. I'm like,
1: you're not going in to, to pre-record something. Like, no. Like, you know yeah. the outcome of all these matches ahead of time. and <laughs> Like, oh, my God, look at that. So, and it turns out you're not even really watching yeah, yeah. it.
2: No, you're so you're watching it live and commentating on it. So the voiceover would be doing the same thing, but it being already recorded and me yep. just adding my voice to the recording. You Got have it. to
3: think there's gotta be something genuine about being there live and the commentary happening yeah. there versus like I'm watching something pre recorded yep. and having to comment on it. Yep. Well, because yeah. Because one feels like like sports commentary the other one kinda of feels like most extreme challenge. Right. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I figured I'll do like if they have like big pay per view type shows, kinda do those live and block those dates instead of blocking the fifty dates that they have to make, you know, DJ money.
3: As a new federation, what would be the equivalent of a pay per view show? So it'd be the Good same question. thing
2: like the the yeah. indie shows where The ones in the area, it's like every four, I would say four months, they usually do like three big shows a year. Okay. Like when you were filming Chaotic, they had, you know, Pandemonium and then like Turning Point, and then they had um, another one in there. So they had like three big ones that they would go to like a
3: bigger venue to have their pay-per-view-like show. Okay.
2: So it's just a bigger show. But they're
3: not putting it out on like Fight or anything like that, right? Like on a streaming platform? Not at the moment, yeah. Cause that would be interesting. Not at the moment. Yeah, like, not at the moment. You know, streaming platform. Like, oh, here's an indie like, platform. So some, some of
2: them are on there, like Beyond and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't know about them yet. Okay. But it could be a possibility. What are they called? It is the Wrestling Federation of America, the WFA. Oh, wow. It's got a nice ring to it. It mm. does. And it's uh the logo is like that old... WWF Attitude one where it was like the scratches. Yeah, that's what their the writing of the logo is is the scratches.
3: Oh, that's cool. But yeah. WWE still uses the scratches, kind of right? No, no. Isn't do the... they
1: still hold the uh, copyright or the trademark on it?
2: No, because it's a um, it's a lettering style,
3: not the actual logo. Okay, okay.
1: Didn't know there was a scratch font.
3: Yeah, I was th- I'm, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Like I thought the white like. Yeah. Check mark, or maybe I'm just I'm thinking of it wrong. God, we
1: could still devote an entire oh, okay. episode to All right, the yeah, uh, yeah. Oh got it. Yep. I like it. I yeah, like it. That's cool. For those like of you that. who are uh, listening to this and not watching, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a scratch font. It's a scratch. Yeah, it's, scratch it's font. a scratch font. It's exactly how you think it is. Yeah, and we still could do an entire episode on uh, what's going on with the WWE and oh, yeah. Disney. Yeah. And how our worlds have finally collided. How well, wild
3: is that? Can you I imagine know. going to Disney World and you're seeing like a whole WWE section. And how
1: weird is it that two Former presidents and CEOs have returned to their company. Bob Iger and Vince McMahon. Like, yeah, that's a weird coincidence, yeah. right?
2: Well, there's some skinny on the Vince McMahon thing, whereas like some people didn't want to buy the company unless Vince was back. Yeah, and then there's also the one where he wants to sell it because he no longer has somewhat control, and if he does sell it to whoever, then him selling it to them would put him in control.
1: Got it.
3: So he can retain. Some level of percentage of control because he's facilitating the sale creatively. Yeah, all right. Which a lot of people are not fans of. Yeah, but I think even you as being a and again I don't watch a lot of WWE to to say, but I think you as a fan I recall telling me that once Vince was gone and Triple H was in charge, things seem to have gotten better. Right, Way better
2: uh, stories actually make sense now. They're. <laughs> they're Full, they have better writers. Yeah, storyline yeah. to storyline, like they if it sucks at the very beginning, it's actually still going until the end. It's not like oh they didn't like this on week half of one, so let's change the script to next the next one, or going into production meetings and ripping up you know your your run sheets as things are going, yeah, yeah. and writing a whole new show. In like 20 minutes. Hours before the show starts and not finishing it until like mid-show. And then the next week, have everything not make any sense to what happened the week before. Because you're doing the same thing. You're going in, ripping up the show, and rewriting it as is. It's like, how does... There's no...
3: There's no flow. Hmm. There's one thing I have to say about AEW is that they've stuck through their lines, their storylines... Oh, for the most part,
2: there's like two or three that they scrapped.
3: Right, that but, like, like they started and then kind yeah. of scrapped it. But like for the most part, they see things through. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, but also you have to think that some of the stuff they had to scrap was because it was out of their control. You know. Yeah. Brawl out. Well, the, uh, the brawl
2: out was a little, little. But the ones that they actually scrapped for their show was the Nightmare Collective thing with Brandy and like. Oh yeah. Well, because it wasn't going yeah, anywhere. And the cutting of other people's hair. But. Yeah. Other than that, most things are solid. Solid,
3: except for uh, what was that other one where uh, ter- 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 uh, Tully Blanchard left, so that faction he created yeah. immediately got shifted over to Ring of Honor, right? So, all right, that's exciting. Exciting, exciting news. stuff. Yes, big news. <laughs> that would be like me being like just an intern at Marvel. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like walking in the circles of the things you like to do mm-hmm. and the things you like to consume. Oh yeah. That's dope. I have no sound effects right now, so I can't tell if you guys are fired. <laughs> there stuff. is no sound effects. Yeah, Johnny <laughs>
1: <he's, man>. uh, <laughs> sees him playing with the board, but there are no sound effects <laughs> this time. At this juncture.
3: <laughs> Nothing for you. No,
1: no, he's just scrolling. That's all.
3: Yeah. I get scroll. I got um, the, uh,
1: the side eye here.
2: I yeah, can yeah. see I'm what like, he's doing.
3: I actually have to look at Chris for reaction <laughs> Yeah, just to see if anything does happen. Hey, just be my ears for any sound effects, I will effects, be right? your ears, yes. <laughs> okay.
2: It's been so long that I don't remember where things are. I'm like, fuck.
1: fuck it's been a long fuck. fucking time.
3: Yeah.
2: It's
1: been a long time. Well,
3: we all have busy schedules. Yeah, we do. I like, sure shit's do. crazy.
1: We have busy schedules and lots of excuses not to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, because when yeah. you
3: ha- when you have a busy schedule and you have the free time, it's like you want the free time. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah even absolutely if do. it's few and far between.
2: And like even though we have all those forms of technology, we still be like, eh, let's do it live.
3: Because let's it's do different. It live. Like, Fuck it. Like we were saying before, there's a difference between the two. It's like live commentary, most extreme challenge. Yeah. You know, we might as well be Japanese voiceover artists <laughs> 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 if we're gonna do it remotely i
1: will not even get
3: into that impression yeah i love seafood so much <laughs> plus ultra well so in the time that we were apart did you guys watch movies oh uh, are we
1: segwaying is oh did, a, you like segway? segue? Segue. did you like Johnny that
3: segway see with the segway you've done this
2: before <laughs> Maybe once or twice. I like gotta... that
3: all of our all of our top ten lists not are on only, our phones right now. Not only uh, <laughs> did I see
1: some movies, I went over the, the How tenth. many did you
3: see total? It, Eighteen. Uh, the last time we recorded a top ten list, you struggled. I think you only had nine. No, right? that
1: was him. Oh, I, that
3: was was already, I was already oh,
1: yeah,
2: you, was I was already up to about ten. I you up to ten? I
1: just got ten. Yep.
3: Okay. So I, you have ten for this time around? Uh, yeah.
1: Wow. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, I 18, 19, 20, 21. 21. And, of course, in true Chris Rose fashion, many on this list come from uh, TV shows. Yay. that's the
3: way I like to do it. I have 18.
1: I struggled, though, with the uh, the ordering.
3: So, 39. Thank
1: you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Overachiever.
3: 39 for me. Son of a bitch. And I did struggle with the... Because uh, there's even up until, like... This morning, I was, like, rearranging things. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe this doesn't belong at six, and I only have one tie, and that's at five.
1: Uh, no ties this year. So and I, just, I actually... I don't have too many for the dishonorable mention list. Uh, some of them were okay, didn't make top ten, but there are some yeah. clear winners for the dishonorable mention.
3: Oh, yeah. I So... I have honorable mentions. I didn't do a dishonorable mention, oh. but I have a one big one that I can't wait to shit on. <laughs> so you just tell me when we get to that point and I'll rip it up. Yeah.
2: i <laughs> feel like most of these movies that I watched going through my list. I was like, man, I don't really remember any of this. I should probably take notes for next like, year.
3: You don't remember watching the movie, or you yeah. don't remember the content of the movie itself. Both. <laughs> so,
2: there was some on my list, and I was like, "Why is it on this list?
3: I don't remember watching this movie." These are all 2020 movies, even though, like, say, you could have seen them in 2023. These are just all movies that came out in 2020, right? All 2022s. Uh, or 2022s, yeah. I mean. Sorry.
1: I'm already making a change here. That's
2: Look that. at it.
3: yeah. <laughs> that was like me last time going, oh, I got to switch this around.
2: Yeah, all 2022s. Uh, there was definitely a good chunk of them. where I don't remember watching this movie.
3: <laughs> was it that bad that I don't remember it? There's There was a
2: lot of shit. There was a, there lot, was of a lot of bad movies. Shit.
3: I think some of that has to do with the... Um, Coming out of like the pandemic, yeah, like that may have affected things a little bit. Like too. the
1: dishonorable mentions made it because they were memorably bad. Yeah, like just sitting there going, "Holy shit, who paid money to make this movie and
3: why? Why were they not fired?" Yeah, so I just don't remember them. So they weren't even
2: at that level of dishonorable mentions.
3: I bet you, once we start getting into it, you'll have like things will fire off in your brain. Probably. Yep. So just you know, feel free to amend as needed. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> might have to change things. So, do we want to start with dishonorable mentions, honorable mentions? Number ten, we could do
1: honorable because I feel like that's those are the safe ones. Those are safe. Yeah, okay. let's let's get these these listeners involved in the show. Bring them in. Bring them in.
3: Okay. All right. I think my honorable mentions are. Obscure enough where they may not fall on your top tens, but we'll see. All right. Um, so have I'm,
2: you met me? They might even be in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian is always the outlier.
3: <laughs> Come on. My honorable mention is like your number one. <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> Very possible. Uh, I think it's my. I mean, I think my number one is kind of obvious, but we'll we'll see when we get there. I know what your number one is already. Um,
1: six, six of my not on the top 10 list, six of them that are honorable, well, I guess technically honorable mentions, are Disney or I, Disney related. I have Disney one, put out a lot of content two, this they year. They put out a lot Three, of content. One of them is on four. the dishonorable list. Oh, yeah? Oh. Mm. That's
3: the one I'm thinking <laughs> of?
1: Unnecessary
3: prequel.
1: Yes. Yeah,
3: it is. Unnecessary prequel. I have to think about that. Oh yeah! God damn yeah!
1: Yeah, that yeah. strange piece of shit.
3: Yeah, it's like, what the hell were they thinking? There, <laughs>
1: people, I'm sure heard just heard me whisper <laughs> too. All
3: right, so honorable, like right, honorable, honorable mentions.
1: Chris, lay on us. Uh, I had couldn't make it, but they were okay. Turning red, which was at the beginning of the year, oh, was a cute one. I couldn't get through it. Um, Doctor Strange, too. I wanted to put it on the top ten, but not. It just didn't. It
3: fell outside. Mm. You know why? Because yeah. it lied to you. Sam Raimi. It was. I like Every, Sam Raimi, yeah. and it's on my top 10 because of Sam Raimi,
1: but, it, but I feel lies. very
3: cheated yep. because it was supposed to kick open the door of the multiverse, no, and it yeah. only kind of cracked a little yep. peek. Everything that we were hoping for Doctor Strange is going to happen in Secret Wars.
1: Loki did a better job of explaining <laughs> everything in the multiverse than... The,
3: and Spider-Man did.
1: Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, there was also Chippendale, which was cute, but... Nope, didn't eh. see that. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 didn't make it, but... And, and I'm gonna start a war with some people who are just hocus pocus realists. Yeah. Hocus pocus too, better than the original. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly more than is I is than the original.
3: Better than the original because of the original. This yes. is the origin story, right? A lot of no, this is sequels sequels just
2: 30
1: have- years later. Oh, 30 uh, years two later. two young women uh, reopen the book and bring the the Sanderson sisters. Why do you think it was an origin story? Uh, the first. Ten minutes is a, is, uh, is like yeah a back in Salem. Gotcha. So, uh, a, a Christmas story. Christmas was cute. Wasn't good. Wasn't bad. Um, seeing some of those actors grown up. Now years we knew like what Ralphie that. looked like. Yeah, the one who played um, the
3: brother Flick. Uh,
1: Scott Scott Schwartz is, is his real name. Yep, the one yep. who did porn.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, we did porn when he came on on camera. I was like, oh. Oh, life was not good to
3: That's him. hilarious.
1: Uh, Disenchanted, another Disney one. It's a sequel. Nope. Maybe a little unnecessary. It was cute. And Strange Worlds was all right. It was uh, kind of nope. when you see what the big reveal Did is at the it? end. I have only
2: one on that list is Doctor Strange for the same reasons. Yeah, it, it it was was going in with more hype than what was there. Yeah, and then I was like, oh. Yikes. The also, fight scenes were great. That was that was it. And
1: um, the Lost City, the bad guys, uh, both cute. And uh, the most recent one that I watched that just didn't make on the top ten, based on a TV show Reno Nine One One. It's a wonderful heist. Oh yeah, that just week. came out. Yeah, QAnon. The uh, the hunt for QAnon was much better story. That was
3: probably one. all quibby rollovers, right?
1: Uh, no, this is basically now that Comedy Central is the uh, the sole owner again. Uh I'm sorry, it's Comedy Central Roku are the sole owners right. of uh Reno nine one one. It was it was good, but uh Q and if anybody saw that one from last year was much better. Okay. Yeah. Better uh cameos in on that one too.
3: Got you, got
2: you.
1: So those are just the honorable ones that just could not make it on my list. Uh, just a
2: bit outside.
1: Chippendale was cute, but it had that Andy Sandberg, John Mulaney humor to it. Oh,
3: yeah. I like the Easter though. eggs. Lot like, of Easter eggs. Oh yeah. Like ugly Sonic. Yeah, that won that movie for me. Like that's it's worth watching for the ugly Sonic. But they couldn't alone. even
1: get Ben Schwartz to come back to to voice him. It was which you different, think they could. Yeah. He
3: probably couldn't do that because it would have jeopardized his role as yeah. Sonic. Right. Yep. Um,
1: but they
3: got the exact original design. Yep. Which was like bizarre, but yeah. whatever. Like that. Thought that was kind of cool.
1: The Lost City again. It, I love my Sandra Bullock. Oh, I do, I but it that. was have that. Um, had that same feel as a romantic, the stone, yep. and I'm like, we've seen it. I mean, they we'll they come, did we'll it, come a back great it. job it's with on my it. List. It's on your list. We'll it, come back to it. It, it. was good, um, but you know, maybe there's another Sandy Bullock movie that made my list. So
2: actually, I think all the Sandy Bullock movies made my list this year. <laughs> did she do
1: more than two?
3: <laughs>
2: if not, those two are on it. Because so. I think
1: she re- she's she not retiring. She's uh, taking a break yeah. again. So
3: can't blame her. I think she's having mental breakdowns. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh actually another sandy bullock Channing tatum movie yeah. made my list yeah. so yeah yeah yeah
2: i don't remember it's, it's we'll, get it, we'll, get it. we'll get we'll to get, get to it.
1: we'll get, get, to there. It. We'll get so, there we'll get there
3: we'll get the teasers what did what did
1: what didn't make it to your top 10 and not your bottom <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right so my honorable mentions uh number well the one of the honorable. i have a few but honorable mentions jackass forever that
2: was on my outside didn't it was on see your it outside.
3: so it was good. It was a jackass movie. Mm-hmm. But it's a jackass movie. Yeah. Like, it's like, there's not a lot of substance. It's just a matter of, like, funny stunts that link together, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, there's only a certain level of rewatchability there. Oh, yeah. So that's why I said I couldn't put sort of top high. ten. Plus, I could like, probably watch it once, yeah. twice, maybe a third time with friends. It's but, a friend-watching
2: movie. Yeah. And a lot of the people that were in there were all new so you had no idea who they were really because jackass isn't really a show anymore so like them bringing out these new cats was like who are you guys they're trying to test the waters anymore. for yeah. a new
3: crew yeah and i feel see like if they can
2: make keep it going right yeah, some of these stunts were <laughs> way past what they should be doing yeah right like the new kids should be
3: doing them not them right right um, but although it was fun, like there was some funny things. There, in there like, some the, funny things. Like the, the pitch black room and seeing people yeah. get scared of snakes. Like that yeah, was fuck hilarious. That. Fuck that. I would have <laughs> flipped some tables. And this
1: is why Brian up. doesn't do a jackass. The
3: tarantula helmet is what got me. Like uh, literally my toes no, curled. Nope, nope, nope. Like I was like, uh-uh. And mm. that guy, like he ripped the arm off the chair. Yeah. That's how like geeked out he was.
2: I'm messing with that. Um, nope.
3: Another one on my list was Jerry and Marge go large.
1: Actually, on my list.
2: It's on, my
3: on your list? Yeah. Okay, so it's in my honorable mentions. Yeah, it was cute. It
1: it's was good. Yeah, it was it's a cute, good.
3: heartwarming story. And it takes place in, partially in Massachusetts. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that yeah. you know, kind of like warms my heart a little bit. You got Walter White and Mrs. Warren Beatty. Come on. <laughs>
1: it's a good movie. And, uh, and uh, Dwight's uh,
3: Fruit. I love that they're scamming with a community of mm-hmm. people. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, And then, like, the other scammers come in. It's just good. It's a yeah. good, good movie in that regard. Uh, next one on my honorable mentions, Big Bug. It's Didn't a it. French film on Netflix by um, same guy who did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
1: Spike Jones? No, or Charlie uh, Kaufman?
3: No, no, no. Maybe I'm wrong here. Uh, Michael Gondry.
1: What did he do I, with um, Eternal Sun? Was he the director of photography for that one? He may have been. Okay, I'm, or I may even be just misquoting because I thought it. it was Spike Jones was the director because Kaufman usually uses him a lot.
3: Maybe I'm wrong on that then. Maybe I'm wrong. Eh.
1: Well, well, whatever.
3: It up. He's a French director. He made this. Uh, Really, like, weird robot AI satire where people get trapped in a house because AI malfunctions. <laughs> so uh, it, and it's like if you could deal with the subtitles, it actually, it's like a kind of a funny story. So honorable mention on that. Uh, the other two honorable mentions, Bullet Train, mm-hmm. serviceable okay. action okay. movie. Is that on your list? Someone. Of course it's on your list. It sure it's is. my
1: Sandy that- Bullock, Channing Tatum.
3: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> They were both in there. Oh, that. yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I knew, like, as I was watching it, I was like, this is a Brian movie. <laughs> I was like, this is 100% a Brian movie. sure is.
2: Same. And sure then is.
3: Uh, the other one Uncharted.
2: That's in my list, too.
3: That's a Brian movie. Which one's totally Uncharted? A movie. The video game one. Tom Holland, Oh, Tom Holland. Hall- Minch- no. Yeah. Didn't see it. Well, it's got Marky Mark in it.
1: I was told not to see it.
3: It's, if you're I was told
1: by an, an Uncharted game enthusiast not to see it. That's why. Yep. if you're
3: a fan of the game, I can see you probably wouldn't like it. I'll break it you, down for you. Okay, but but if you look at it as you know, if you watch it as it is, not bad.
1: Not to give any hints, but I'm marrying this. I figured Uncharted game enthusiast.
2: <laughs> I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably at lunch.
3: We're back at lunch yeah. now
1: too. Well, and, no. Oh yeah, you we've been working
3: a, together, so that's we've great. had an
1: episode or two
3: yeah, yeah. where we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah we're back. We're lunch and, buddies. Uh,
3: that's it for my honorable mentions.
1: Brian.
2: Even though
3: there's other ones I should maybe honorable mention, like, nope.
1: Nope, or, didn't see it.
2: Didn't see them and I either. know Peacock
1: had a shitload of them, too, yeah. like Jurassic, the the final Jurassic one.
3: Yeah, or um, what was another one? Uh, well, what, the Batman and Black Adam. Like, I no,
1: just... for me. <laughs> yeah, Did like, not so, see them because...
3: Yeah, so, like, they're... I was too torn by it. Oh, one more honorable, honorable mention. It didn't make my list. It should have Scream. New Scream. Okay. It was awesome. I thought it was great. Um, but there's just other stuff I liked more, I think. Well, that... let
1: me ask, though, before I shit on anything. Uh, I just pushed my mic in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Did Batman Black Adam make it on? Black Adam
2: is not on mine. I didn't watch it. Okay. For said reasons. Uh, I heard it was hot garbage.
1: Yeah, so, uh, and I'm not actually. I'm not going to shit on Batman because yeah, actually, Batman's I heard, on my list heard better things about yeah. that. But Black Adam, I just heard was
2: a
3: torrential
1: I feel, disaster. I
3: feel like Black Adam was a bad movie all around. Mm-hmm. I feel like Batman was a good movie that was assembled improperly. Okay, I have a lot of like editing issues with that movie. Got I it. have a big issue with the length of time. Um, I have an issue with the third act. So there's a couple of things that like that prevented it from me even making it to my honorable mentions list. Okay. Just because I had these beefs with it. But uh aside from that, yeah, that's that on that one.
1: How about you, sir? How about you over there? Oh, I didn't have
2: really much for an honorable mention, but uh you had mentioned uh Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which, which is on mine, and Jackass, which is also on there. Um, then the other movies I've seen, I just not putting them anywhere close to honorable mention. In the Turning Red. I couldn't get through the first half yeah. of the movie. It wasn't for everybody. It wasn't for me. Um,
1: Prepubescent Teenage Girls.
2: Then Jurassic Park, whatever, the third movie. Seen it. Don't remember it. So <laughs> there's clearly... That forgettable. That forgettable. Yeah, like I know there's a, a bunch of old cameos that popped up and things like that. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember the movie at all. Um, I had high hopes for one movie, and I think I went in with too much of high hopes that it was just no buenos, and that is the 355. Five. Oh, yeah, you and I talked about this yeah. offline. Yeah. Uh, i so don't number 355. Five. It's very beginning of the Female year. assassins. Yeah, it was oh, all the female assassins. Female assassins. From, like, different countries that all come together. Yep. yep I had yep. high hopes for it, and it just fell flat on its face. Uh, Bullet train did it better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Bullet train was really good yeah. in that regard.
2: And then my only real dishonorable mention is the one and only
1: Buzz Lightyear. Oh. Fucking Lightyear Didn't the most even unnecessary. Didn't my list at all.
3: Honorable, dishonorable, nothing. We're like going
1: right one. into dishonorable here because yeah, that was so unnecessary yeah. and the reveal of who Zerg is, I was like fuck you just fuck you because you didn't even you didn't even set this up that there are now two parallel buzzes based on all of the did did you see it
3: no and spoil it for me because now i'm curious all right i don't want to watch the whole thing
1: so the whole thing is um buzz Lightyear is part of the training corp for uh light speed jumping through light speed and he fails and he fails and he fails uh until finally it's it's successful but I guess during one of the failures, he jumped through light speed and it created an alternate universe. So now there are two Buzz Light years, one that finally successfully made it through and one that got stuck in a failure. And that Buzz Light year became Zerg. Voiced by James Brolin. I'm like, you cannot yeah. do that to Thanos' dad. You cannot do that. That uh, mm. And like the the time
2: of him like going through the time speed too, it's like... You go through time speed, he's only like a day or two weeks older where everybody else right. is like 50, 60 years later. Because so like of Einstein's yeah. theory
1: of relativity, you know, the right, further right. you get, and you, you'll be the same age, but everything yeah. around you grows older. Uh, it was just so unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And to do that to Taika Waititi, too, because oh, he, yeah? he was a voice, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it was. It was sad.
3: See, that's that sounds disappointing. The concept, like, if that was like a live action movie that had nothing to do with Disney, great idea.
2: Well, they kind of already did that with uh, the one with. Um, they they missed a
1: whole opportunity too. Like, you can do an older Buzz Lightyear who failed, and he becomes something else. Maybe he becomes a tyrant or a dictator on this planet that they're they're doing the testing, and then, like, hint towards a Zerg sequel. And keep it completely separate, but to bring Zerg who's always been the you know the big bad in right. in the series, and turn him into a disgruntled Buzz Lightyear it was like this is this is awful. How about it? Like How about, and they didn't even like they didn't even hint at the parallel universe or the alternate universe that created this second Buzz Lightyear. It was it was un- mm-hmm. So wait,
3: you're you're led to you're supposed to be led to believe that like put your mm-hmm. your basically meant to understand that it's a parallel universe on your own, they don't tell you?
1: No, no, they they mention it in a flashback as to how it happened, but there's no indication that his time-jumping... Causes that. any sort of parallel, but universe. that's
3: clearly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay.
1: And it's got that little hint of Planet of the Apes because he comes back to the planet after a successful jump, and time has moved forward, and now there's a whole new civilization that's living there, and they're under fear of these robot overlords, and like, okay, uh, I'm out. I'm out of that. All right, <laughs> that was my one of mine. Uh, do you have a dishonorable mention, sir? I have.
3: I have a few, but I wanted to actually tack on two more honorable mentions that I forgot here. All right. One was uh, three thousand years of longing. Okay. Idris Elba plays a genie to <gasps> Didn't see it until uh, the
1: Swinton. How was it? It was
3: kinda good. Like okay. so it, it it's on the I'm gonna count this just to segue into dishonorable mentions. I'm gonna count this as on the line between honorable mention and dishonorable mention. Because All right. there's a lot of things I really liked about it. And but then, then like, uh,
2: some things that could have went super wrong.
3: Yeah, and I feel like the way they resolved things, like, wasn't very satisfying. All right. So, overall, but, like, as a movie and some of the things they were exploring, really enjoyed. Okay. Uh, ambulance, another honorable mention that's kind of on the line. It's on your list. We'll, we'll talk about it then. So, let me just move right into the dishonorable <laughs> mentions. So don't shit on it. It's on Brian's <laughs> list. <laughs> uh, let's go into the three, top three dishonorable mentions I have. Uh, one was men.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing the preview for that. And, uh, when I went to see something in the theater, how was that?
3: Fucking weird. And like, maybe I understand what they were going for with it. Like, I don't know. Like I get villainizing men and things like that, but like, yeah, we're awful. We're awful people, but we know that already. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just men. But, Who what, need them? but but making this specific guy the creature like it was more novelty of the fact that one guy Rory Kinnear played several characters in the movie than the quality of the movie itself. Okay, all right. So I think that's kind of where I stand with that. Um, another one, uh, Morbius. Fuck Morbius. Fuck that movie. That was
1: my only other dishonorable mention. That was... And the fact that it made it on the most recent episode of How Did This Get Made? Because they never review films that are this young.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, and it was... Didn't watch
2: it because the same reason. Hot garbage.
1: (laughs) I watched it on the Plex and I wanted my money back.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's just, it's bad. Like, I've never... Not every so often you'll get a movie that's so bad it gets embedded into the cultural zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Snakes on a plane, that kind of thing. Morbius is, you know, the modern age. Snakes on a plane.
1: How is Jared Leto still getting work? Is He's he- a
3: good actor. He just gets put into shitty movies.
1: He's making the wrong decisions. You know, Joker.
3: <laughs> um. Oh. Last one is Halloween ends.
1: Yeah, I, that's getting on a lot of uh, YouTube lists, too, of it. not great horror movies.
3: I just didn't like the, the direction they went in with it. It like, was also
2: like the year of like a lot of the classic horror slasher movies. They all got a movie this year. Like Scream had one. Halloween had one. Uh, they brought back Hellraiser. Yeah. Like there's a whole shit ton of like old classic slasher movies that they all brought back or ended the story this year.
3: Yeah. That's, that's kind of crazy too. Right. And Jamie Lee Curtis
1: had a better role this, this year too. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 she did. Yeah, she did. Spoiler. <laughs>
3: so And yeah, those are my dishonorable mentions. Fuck those movies.
1: Morbius can go Morbius suck can itself.
3: Suck it hard. <laughs> I'll put
2: uh, black Adam and Morbius on mine along with Lightyear, just because they were so bad that from everything I heard that I didn't watch them. Oh, look, there you go. So, you was, dodged a bullet, my yeah. friend.
1: Morbius was DC-level bad. <laughs> sorry, yeah. to the, yeah. sorry to all the DC purists yeah, there. Yeah, it was, it was out a there.
3: Marvel movie that was DC bad. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't touching it. <laughs> that's a good know. way of putting
2: it. Yep.
1: A Marvel movie that's DC bad. It was so confusing. Like, um, June Diane Raphael, who's one of the co-hosts on uh, How Does This Get Made? She... Thought that Michael Keaton's cameo at the very end was setting up Bruce Wayne. She was like, I was so confused. I thought we were watching a DC movie. And when he showed up, I thought it was going to be no. And like, no, it's the the vulture. They're setting up the parallel universe for that. But she got so confused. She thought they were setting up a Bruce Wayne because you
3: get lost and you think you're in a DC movie at that point. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So that's all
3: right. So that that brings us through our dishonorable mentions, right? <laughs>
2: so now we're on to number tens, right? Number tens. All right, what um, are our tens, guys?
3: Uh, tens. I'll. I guess
2: I'll start. Go start for it, it. Up. We'll end it with the movie man, of the captain of the movie preview. We'll bring everybody <laughs> the, home. I'm actually going to put a sword in that movies. at some point. Completely. Just yeah, I might. I off.
3: might. I might just lop the head off of it.
2: Makes sense. She, uh, but anyways,
1: she, go on. She, he shames us. That's what it is.
2: It's Thirty-nine <laughs> movies. Go for it. Sorry, it's like both of ours together, and it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, so my ten is the Lost City. It was really good. I liked it. Uh, it's a treasure hunting movie. Okay. Uh the those seem to be coming back right now. It seems to be like adventure movie, adventure yep. treasure yep. hunting with, you know, also Uncharted yep. being in that. Um, TV series with national treasure coming back. Yep. There so, was
3: also another one on Peacock that yeah. was uh black dude and white chick, and they were like on a, some type of yeah. adventure I'm, I'm, hunt or something like that. Yeah. I saw the preview for it, but I just never followed through. Then I forget oh, the Jesus. name of it. Oh,
1: Jesus. Completely forgot Brad Pitt's in that one, too. Yeah, he it was, was a Bullet totally yeah, yeah. Train yeah. romancing the stone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that Chris mentioned. Um, all of these characters are also on Bullet Train. Ex- <laughs> Actually, isn't the fourth. Who- the um, Harry Potter there isn't he in bullet
1: train too Daniel Radcliffe is not he's in not bullet, bullet train. train no but he's actually on one on my list okay
3: <laughs> oh i know spoiler. For what.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> i didn't watch that one either i got oh it. you yeah. should
1: it's just dumb stupid fun
3: that's uh, which i like i yeah. like that
1: and completely inaccurate yeah uh
3: yeah it was it was good it was i, I liked
1: it. it i uh them two together i think just
2: because he's just super goofy and he, mm-hmm. he plays that good goofy role and sandy's just sandy yeah you throw anything at her just kind of knock it out the park
1: it was even the same plot she was an author right yeah she was an, an author kind of Romantic the, stone
2: yeah yeah a little bit in there and then he's supposedly the character of the book so he's that character he's not the actual like he's the
1: fabio of the, the yeah, front the, cover yeah the, the model for the uh
3: is it like a mannequin situation where the front cover comes to life? No, 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 oh, okay. no.
1: He's just a... He's a dumb model. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the face that they use is for all the illustrations of her Are books him. for the cover art. Okay. So he's the Fabio.
3: But he wants to prove himself to be otherwise. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have liked it if like it was like a character and the character came to... You know what I mean? Like, that would be a cool concept. Because then you're like... I'm having. I'm a writer. I'm struggling writing this character. This character comes to life. You know, teaches me whatever, and then like either stays or goes. I mean, I don't know.
1: My problem with that concept, though, is that could put it into a top ten, or it could make that a dishonorable mention. Oh, like, it the, could yeah, go either way on that. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see. I see where you're coming. How from How it's with done, that. how it's written, and how it's directed. It almost but it was fun. It was campy. It was that eighties romance games, fun. Yeah. yeah. Super
3: so. They may have been trying to make a *Romancing the Stone* remake, and then just made this instead. Yeah, like could well, you see it could have been? Possibly, yeah. yeah, it started you development as a remake.
1: You could have easily swapped out Daniel Radcliffe with Danny DeVito. Oh, okay. That kind of situation. That
3: close where it's like you could just swap the actor and it's effectively the same role. Yep. yep. Wow. That I bet you that started off as a remake and they're like, nah, we'll give it its own thing.
1: It's just like how every time J.J. J. Abrams reads a script and said, throw an alien in it and it's going to be a Cloverfield <laughs> sequel. At the very end. Oh, look, it's Cloverfield. Uh, it was Cloverfield the entire time. No, it wasn't. We know it wasn't. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm hijacking this. That was ahead. fun. Go yeah.
2: On. Um, and it wasn't too long either. So it wasn't like two and a half, like most adventure stories kind of are is more like that one forty five, maybe two max.
3: That's one of the things that kept me away from the two longest movies released last year. Black Panther two.
2: Didn't see that yet.
3: Yeah. Didn't see it. And avatar. Didn't see that yet did, nope. Yeah, didn't see either. Both came sp- out last year. Did they? Yes. I thought Avatar
1: was just this year.
3: No, it's no. the end of two
1: thousand. Because I was going to the- say, spoiler, it's probably not going to be on my 2023 list. Yeah, yeah.
3: I just yes, don't yeah. want no, it. Yeah. end No, yeah. Hey, it's too long. Yeah. I think I used to like the long movies. Not anymore. Give me, give me the fucking short-ass movie.
1: But Black Panther 2 did produce the first Golden Globe win for a Marvel actor for Angela Bassett.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So I think it's going to be worth when it goes out on the Plex.
3: Uh, so it's <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be released digital February 1st. Okay. For Black History Month. So it'll probably be on Plexes like the week before or close to that time frame. Got it. Yep. I'm
1: walking away from my microphone.
3: Yeah, yeah, no problem. And then uh, the Brad Pitt character
2: comes in as, like, the real CIA kind of, like, agent. That yeah, he well, he saves actually, the day. Like, they yeah, show in the trailer, right? Yeah, actually gets things done, whereas the um, Channing Tatum character is just like, duh.
3: Is he, does Brad Pitt save the day at the end where it's, like, it, like, everything's saved because Brad Pitt swoops in? Or no, is he's there only like, in half the movie. Spoiler. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's Spoiler.
2: Good. That's good.
3: No but but like if they made it like a cheap ending where he just comes in and saves the day and that's it, like I feel like that would be cheap, right?
2: No, he he's really only in it for like maybe a quarter of the movie.
3: Okay. Like he after they get
2: kidnapped, he ends up showing up to save the day, but he's only in it for like another maybe twenty minutes, half hour, if that yeah.
3: yeah. So like yeah. that reminds me of uh I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Ninja Assassin.
2: A no, long time a while ago, ago. A long time ago,
3: yeah. So the ending of that movie is that they're like having this big showdown at like this ninja training academy at the top of a mountain, and when everything seems to be going,
1: must be the cold. Probably, we just heard a little pop pop in the in our headphones.
3: Oh, could be me. Could be all you are electric, things, sir. Yeah. I'm quite electric. Oh, Not a danger, holy danger. shit. How
1: long has this been in that fridge? Is, flat it, is, is it flat? Mm, it's got that nice sour. The caramel is like... Uh,
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> it's aged fine.
1: Yes, it's an aged fine diet Coke. Would you want oh. to edge
3: like hobo wine?
1: Oh, we really got to start cleaning this place up. <laughs> we really started. We got to do this more often. Right, that's sir. the key. Yeah, we got to do it more often. Stick and I, you. I
3: redecorated ah. this studio. It looks. I like the. I like the L shape on the table. I think it's yeah, nice. It Gives us a little bit more space. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh, hit me with ten. Hit. All
2: right, yeah.
3: my ten. Let's yes, that that's 10. right.
1: Because Johnny's gonna.
3: I'll go on and on otherwise. He's
1: going to be the swan song at the end. Uh, my t- So I read a whole bunch of Disney movies that did not make the, uh, the top 10 list. My number 10 is a DreamWorks movie, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh. It was oh, delightful. Wow. Yeah? It was absolutely, and set in the 70s, so it had that disco vibe. Is it after the
2: original Minions movie? Yes,
1: yes. So that was around the 60s where Sandra Bullock was the, the, the villain. The bad, yeah. Um, this is uh, a very young, grew, like... Teenage? Uh, even just before that, I would say like nine or ten. Because how, how old is
2: he in mi- the first minions when they first find him?
1: Like- oh, he's got to be in the 30s or four Oh Oh, when they first find him, he's got to yeah, be like... Four um, or five. Just, ar- just yeah. around that, yeah. Okay. Um, he's, he's the aspiring supervillain that he wants to be. And... He gets the whole minions to to be under his employ, and because of something Gru does, he attracts the attention of this League of Villains uh, that he tries to apply for, but he's too young. He's just too young. Um, So he steals... Yeah, he steals something from them to make his mark and uh, ends up getting kidnapped. And Nice the The minions are there to save him, so the yeah. it it is very much a Minions movie and not a Groove movie.
3: It, have they given? And I haven't watched any of Despicable Me, Despicable Me's, any of the Minion movies. Mm-hmm. Do they give an origin for the Minions? How they're created? How where they come from?
2: Maybe was that in the Minions? A little bit in the Minions. They started somewhere like way back with like the dinosaurs, kind of like
3: yeah.
1: And then, like
2: you, kind of see them just going through time, like not dying. They're like immortal. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah. But they just keep populating. But they're immortal. See, that's dangerous. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't. That's die. dangerous. They don't die yeah. at all. Like they fall in like lava, and like the, instead of dying, they just shoot up from it where everybody else dies.
3: Right. So they're like like rubber. Like yeah. Bo- like, or like reverse magnetism. Yeah. They They bounce right off of it. Yep.
2: All kinds of things. Yeah. Like. I think there's one scene with like the dodo birds and they're like they're riding a dodo bird but the dodo bird falls in and dies but the minion just pops out of it and still alive. It's yeah. Kind of, yeah. And that's what
3: happened to the dodo.
1: It's cute hearing uh Hearing us, Steve Curl's voice again as a very young guru it was nice. Was that
3: Steve Carell back? Oh, yeah, it was Steve okay. Carell was back. So, yeah, it, I won't,
1: there's not a whole lot to discuss about it. It was just a very enjoyable nice.
2: film. I'll put it on my list. I am nice. actually at the start a list now of ones I should watch.
3: <laughs> nice, nice, not bad. Okay, am I up on this? You're up okay. on 10. So my number 10 is coincidentally also the Roman numeral for 10, the movie X. I don't know if you saw X. Have you guys I did seen not see X. X? Have you seen X? Nope. Basic premise of X is that a, a group of people go out to this old swampy cabin to film a porno, and there's an old couple on premise. And they don't seem to take too kindly to young kids fucking on their farm. <laughs> and uh, so it's yeah. a horror
1: movie?
2: A little so bit. So it's
3: a horror movie. It's a horror
1: slasher. And not a sequel to Malcolm X. Not. A okay.
3: Se- definitely not a sequel to Malcolm X. Not the origin story of it. Um, yes. Not an origin story of Malcolm X either, but a uh, lot of really good, gruesome kills, fun movie. Already had a sequel that came out last year. Wait, two of these in the same year? Yeah, so there's X and then at the end of X they had the the trailer for Pearl, which I didn't see Pearl yet, so it's not on my list, but I'm sure it's just as good. But uh, another cool thing about X and Pearl is that the there's The Final Girl and The Killer and they're both played by Mia Goth, the actress. Okay. So one of them Mia's in like deep, you know, makeup The other one, she's playing more closer to, like, how she looks normally or whatever. Um, You know, really good movie. Kid Cudi, I believe, is in it. And uh, he plays, like, the typical 70s Afro porn star. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny and cool. And, uh, yeah, it just I recommend it. That was a good one. All right.
2: Next. All right. So on to nines. Uh, My nine is the Uncharted.
3: All right. Okay. Uh
1: I can't
2: yeah, talk no, about no, it
1: because no, I didn't see it. Did you? I like
3: it. It was on my honorable mention. So, now, did you play the games at all?
1: No.
2: So, this would be going back to what Johnny said of having no source content? Yeah. So,
3: you watching it won't matter. Okay. Do you like Mark Wahlberg?
1: I like Tom Holland better. So, but,
3: I mean, like, yeah. if you, well, and I was going to say, if you like Tom Holland, if you like Walmart's Mark a Wahlberg. a good
1: actor. I just think recently he has also been doing a string of terrible roles.
3: I think this is more of like, Funny, like the other guys, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. okay. less like, you know, Kevin Hart, Father like, Stew. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, where he's paired up with Kevin Hart. In the know, meantime? That, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 that, yeah. Mm, mm, didn't see it, but. That was a
3: straight to Netflix one, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Pour one up. <laughs> good, times. good times.
1: So yeah, I, I'm not yeah. against so, seeing it. I just I um, won't be seeing it with
2: Wesley. Yeah, yeah. yeah so don't I think if you need it,
3: if you have to watch a movie independently, that might be one to, good one to throw on. Okay.
2: Um, same thing. Adventure Story. The movie is kind of a little bit of the fourth game with a mix of things from here and there. Got it. But the main story is pretty much the fourth game, the final game of Nathan Drake before they redid it with uh, two girls. But in the fourth game, the story is him and his brother are older, whereas in the movie, they're younger. Okay. And everyone in the movie is super young versus the games where they're like 20, years older. Yeah. They're going to go younger. So in the the game I think Nathan Drake's like 45 maybe 40s uh where in the movie he's like a young 20.
3: Okay. So one of my dilemmas with typically with video game movies is that if a video game is already pretty cinematic the way it is, it either lends itself to be a good movie adaptation or becomes an unnecessary movie adaption. Like, you don't need to make a movie out of it because you could literally watch the cutscenes. cinematic cutscenes. Yeah, the cinematic cutscenes on, like, YouTube, and you have a pretty concise story that's enjoyable to watch. Like, the in-between gaming is, like, ancillary. Or, like, so, example, like, Tonight Last of Us is going to debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great game. Cutscenes. Very cinematic cutscenes. Do I need to see this now as a TV show? Right. You know what I mean? Although it is getting good reviews. I heard it's supposed to be
2: amazing. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how that goes. Both characters look exactly like the parts that they're playing.
3: I felt like the girl should have been Ellen Page before she became Elliot Elliot Page. Yep. Like, I think she looks closer to that than this new girl, Bella Ramsey. I'm going
2: with the girl that they actually had voiced the character. She looks more like her. Yeah. But you can't because it's, you know. She's way older.
1: In The way Mandalorian, yeah. isn't it? Who is Mandalorian? <laughs> oh, Mandalorian! Yeah.
3: yeah, another story where he has to protect a kid. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, well, so my real like big like attraction to that is also uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah, love Nick Offerman, especially when he's in like you know a versatile role like that. Um. So yeah, Uncharted. So,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and you could clearly tell, but from playing the game, that the cutscenes are the actual film. Mm-hmm. So there's some big parts in there that they ripped pretty much right from the game, which is probably why Wesley doesn't like it, because it's a cutscene movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's super young.
1: Yeah. He likes them older.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Zinger. Zing,
3: pow, Zing. straight to the moon. My okay. number nine. Yeah, man. Number, number nine. nine number,
0: number to nine?
1: Apple TV and for the holidays, Spirited.
3: Nope, I haven't watched that. I Ryan Reynolds heard bad things Ferrell. about that movie, so tell me why it was no, good.
1: Tell me why it was good. It was good. There was a little bit of a spoiler. There was there was actual singing and dancing from both of them. There was original music from the same team that did The Greatest Showman. It was, there was a cameo by Dame Judy Dench for absolutely no reason other than it fit the song, apparently. Oh. Uh <laughs> It was no, it was good. There was um, there was a little costume party for the. Uh, it was a Christmas party, and everyone came in costume. And Will Ferrell berated the one who showed up as Buddy the Elf.
3: It was, <laughs> it was. I thought did, it was delightful. Did, um, it, it's a retelling of a Christmas Carol, right? It's basically there is an
1: organization of ghosts. Um, that you know, every year they send out the ghosts to reform a individual or an, an individual that uh, is Scrooge-like. Um, Will Farrell being the ghost of Christmas present uh, and Tracy Morgan as the voice of the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, man. Uh, and while they are investigating somebody who's on their list uh, to be reformed, Will Ferrell comes in contact with Ryan Reynolds, who basically is somebody who shakes up industries and often causes competitors to go under. So he causes bankruptcy. He causes unemployment because he's so charming when he's speaking. He's like a public speaker who goes to these functions and says, you know, and make sure to focus promises, Yeah, and to focus more on profits than your people because profits are the only thing. Um, And he's deemed, in his file, he's deemed as unreformable. Is that the correct word? He can, non-reformable. He's he's a lost cause in the eyes of the the organization that runs the ghosts. Uh, What you find out is... Uh, Will Ferrell has been doing this for about 200 years because he is originally Ebenezer Scrooge and he became a ghost himself when uh, he dies.
3: Oh, so he's the OG Scrooge. He is the original, yeah. I like that. So I like that concept. I think that's like... If you left it without
2: saying the whole Scrooge thing, I would have just watched this movie, but now knowing that it's like a... Yep. A weird twist on a Scrooge origin Ooh. story. I think I'm a little more invested. Yeah, yep. me and too. he
1: um he he can only be seen by the people he's trying to to reform except Ryan Reynolds' assistant, Octavia Spencer, he starts having feelings for, and all of a sudden she can see him. Uh, really, no explanation other than you know he has feelings for so you know.
3: Scrooge, yeah, has a, 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 on the low key relationship with, Octav- with Octav- yep. Octavius Spencer. I'm in, yeah, sold. So, <laughs> so here's the other thing: musicals aren't usually my thing. I was really upset when I went to South Park the movie when I was in high school. Oh my Isaac god, that, I loved that I album. Loved, I loved it. I loved it, but i like, I was disappointed because I was like, musicals just face? normally Uncle aren't my fucker, thing. <laughs> Well, now, now I can appreciate it, but, but like, nor- normally, typically, a musical wouldn't be my thing, but everything you told me, I'm in on this one. Because um, Will Ferrell's ghost
1: takes Ryan Reynolds back in time to his original days, and there's a whole song and dance about... Uh, <laughs> this won't mean anything to anybody who hasn't seen it. It's called Good Afternoon, because back in those days in the Victorian era, saying... Good afternoon to somebody was equivalent to fuck you. So Brian Reynolds goes around. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to say good afternoon to everybody. So he starts fights by saying good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you. And then it turns into this whole dance number where they're all basically saying fuck you, wow. but singing good afternoon. It's, That's
3: hilarious. I will right. say
1: this. The ending, while surprising left a little bit to be desired. They they wrap things up a little too cleanly at
3: the end. Okay. So I don't mind a clean wrap up. It's when it's too quick. It's like when your resolution comes all in like your the first
2: 10 minutes and you're now you're just filling the story.
3: Or or like if they you have all this like set up in the first two acts and then like the third act like in the last 10 minutes Everything gets resolved mm-hmm. like too quickly. I'm like, no, this is cheap. Congratulations! Right, <laughs> here's your participation yeah. award.
2: Now let's just enjoy the moment. But yeah. it was
1: cute. It was. It's longer. It is on the longer side, and okay. kind of like, all right, let's let's move this. I'm up gonna have to, have to wait little. till
3: next December because uh, it'll. I, I can't watch Christmas movies out of season. Understood. <laughs> Completely understandable. But, but yes, um, it was cute. It, yeah. it uh,
1: as somebody who's a fan of uh, of the Greatest Showman. I I immediately recognize some of the. The melodies and stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this, and I did.
3: Okay, yep. nice. That's my number nine. That's your nice. Alright, my number nine. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Phone. Nope. No? no? Not for me. Wesley didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Did I you heard, watch it? I did
1: not see it.
2: Did, I've heard
3: good things about it. But why is it not you? Are you, You're not a horror movie guy, though, right?
2: Uh, depending on if there's little children, I don't mess with the horror movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, basic premise yep. is Ethan Hawke Plays a like children's entertainer, but they, they don't get too deep into that. But uh, he's basically like a town or like a, a grabber, like a they call him the grabber, and it's because he abducts kids, keeps them in the basement, nope. tortures, kills them.
0: I'm
2: that that looks look Fantastic. <laughs> I'm
3: intrigued. Uh, but the, the but the character that he kidnaps is his. He's aided by the ghosts of the prior victims. Okay. And they all call in on this black phone in the basement in which he's kept. That's like disconnect. So it's like the wires cut. So it like mysteriously rings. You know what I mean? Like, and he picks up and the only two people can hear it, the grabber and the kid. So it's like, it it plagues them.
4: And And it just,
3: it played out really cool. Uh, I liked the story of the escape. You know, um, I've heard be, good things. They yeah, just, it's a good movie, and uh, the mask. I mean, everybody's the, seen the, the mask, mask he wears. Mask, yeah. <laughs> like, it, I dig the
2: mask. Like. Yeah,
3: that mask is pretty cool because it. He takes off portions of the mask to reflect his attitude at the time. So, like,
2: mask changes.
3: He can, yeah. He keeps the lower half, and the lower half has a smile or a frown. Um, he has the. He takes off the upper half. The upper half can be um you know surprised with horns yeah, yeah. or without and uh, it's just uh it's kind of neat because you it reflects upon where the character's coming from so not only do you see him as a villain like imagine if Jason's mask could change with his emotions like and a mood it, mask yeah. it's a mood <laughs> mask right but like you know like you normally see Jason doesn't have emotions that's what makes him a ruthless killer but by adding this one little element it kind of takes it to the next level. So, I okay. uh, liked the movie, liked the cast, liked the supporting cast, um felt like I could rewatch it again and that's why it made my number 9. All right.
2: I think rewatchability is a big part of the
3: the list itself. Uh, rewatchability yep. yeah. is my key indicator as to what makes a list, I think.
1: Only one of my top 10s have I seen more than once. It's really? actually my number 2. There's one that was better but number 2 yeah, was
3: my one I saw twice in the movie theaters. <laughs> the second time it was going to come out that Tuesday on digital, and mm-hmm. I still went to the theater. There you go. Too, it happened. It was that good. But, anyways, that was my number nine. What's Makes your. Sense.
2: So, my number eight, you eight. hinted at it earlier. Uh, very bad reviews, but because I'm me, it made my list because it's just stupid. And makes completely no sense (laughs) at why someone would make this a movie. But it makes sense because it's real life. And that would be the me time. It is the the Mark Wahlberg and the Kevin Hart.
3: (laughs) Kevin Hart one, yeah.
2: uh, Together as friends. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Working on that Oscar. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Living the lifestyle of a big, big party boy. Uh, Even in his 40s has giant birthday parties all the milestones. Kevin Hart was his his boy. And then Kevin Hart got a family and slowly started drifting. And was he turned 40? Big milestone birthday or something like that? One of the big milestones. And he hasn't seen the Kevin Hart character in a while. And then he finally convinces him to go because his wife and him are, you know, little rocky patch in their,
3: their marriage. Is that the B plot of the story? kind of the, the marriage disruption or whatever yeah that's what kind of makes
2: him go on this giant trip and just everything fails completely and it's uh Kevin Hart coming to save the day and finding out that uh the Mark Wahlberg character is just a horrible person <laughs> in general all right and uh makes a bunch of empty promises to like make deals that he doesn't actually have so Kevin Hart comes in and it's like the fixer of the friendship and just stupidly dumb. Okay. I feel like
1: like the in laws, I'm getting the in laws from this plot. I'm getting uh I'm getting a lot of other stories being It's it's all over.
2: Mark Wahlberg has money. Quote unquote doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. But tells everyone he has money mm-hmm. and makes a bunch of promises with all this money. And then people show up and take everything that he had bought.
3: Yeah, like this is like a 90s like comedy. It's it's like super Written dumb. all over yeah. it. Yeah.
1: It's super dumb. This was sitting on a shelf somewhere waiting for yeah. two actors that would agree to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very... Much
2: like but, something but it, else
3: It's good enough to put on your number nine or your number eight
2: I'll watch it again just because it's so dumb and funny Like yeah. Kevin Hart and Wahlberg going Back and forth with each other You could tell like a lot of it was probably just Improv of them just
3: goofing Is it is it peak like Wahlberg comedy like
2: i throw it up there with the other guys like, is it, Okay
3: and, so other guys is my benchmark For funny Mark Wahlberg yeah. Like I'm a peacock I gotta fly like and not that is Daddy's fucking home hilarious. too Oh, I'm, so I haven't seen Daddy's Home or Daddy's Home Two. Yeah, I haven't. So I, cu- I couldn't yeah. even put that on the list. I picked the one list. with
1: Mel Gibson and John Lithgow.
2: You
3: know?
1: <laughs> I didn't even
2: see it either. <laughs> no, it's a, it's like other guys, Mark Wahlberg.
3: Good. Yeah, I think that would that would rope me into it. Although just hearing about it, I'm like, ah, it doesn't yeah. sound like my kind of movie. But but if yeah. it's like funny, I think I would. I would think watch it's
2: it. funny because it's just stupid funny. Stupid funny. I, but I All like right. stupid
3: funny sometimes. I'm I getting mean, like, a little... Um,
2: like, you have to be in the mood for it. Like, it's not like a like comedy movie that you'll sit down and, like, see. You have to, like, be in the right mindset to watch.
1: I'm getting a little of that Kevin Hart oversaturation, though. He's just... It's almost the same character. Yeah.
2: From, like, the ones that he plays with The Rock, where he's, like, the... was the cool kid, and then becomes, like, a family man, and then falls apart, and all these characters come in like to save them to bring them back to life almost.
1: Okay. Mm. I I just
2: uh, <laughs> You're I not phasing Chris at all. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I see like the pattern. Stonewall. Like
1: when Melissa McCarthy plays the same character yeah, over and over, yeah. I was like we kind of got oversaturated with her and Will Ferrell when he was playing the same character, same guy, yeah. like Ron Burgundy but in a different profession, we're like, oh, come on. Yeah. I'm, I might give it some time. I maybe later this year. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's when I'm in the mood like, for yeah. Kevin Hart. I'll
2: yeah, but yeah. It, it has horrible reviews, but it's just dumb funny. Not dumb funny. Right? There's nothing Netflix. wrong with dumb funny. Yeah, Netflix original. Okay.
1: I think it may have one. Or two I think it's on the Plex. Here, so. Actually,
2: I think you have it on the Plex.
3: I do have it on the Plex. Yeah. I just dump everything in the Plex, and then I'm like waiting through it right now to see like stay or go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually critically running out of space. So I'm starting to do the the, the mass the grand delete yeah. of like things that I, I watch. I'm like, this is crap. I'm this has got to go. Yeah, I mean?
2: this is garbage. Why did I put this on? Oh, I don't talk to you no more. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, so put it this way: if you if you want to watch the drop, which just came out, watch it soon on my Plex because it's going to go soon. All right. <laughs> Uh the drop basic premise, uh this couple who uh at first it seems like they're in a good relationship, go to a friend's get together where the woman in the relationship drops their friend's baby. <laughs> and that's what starts the movie.
1: Holy shit. And then
3: and then it Is becomes a comedy? It's a comedy and their like friendship disintegra their relationship disintegrates over the course of the movie because of this event.
1: Who's in this?
3: Uh so recognizable names Gillian Anderson.
1: Really? Okay. Um Scully.
3: No, no, I'm sorry, not Scully. Um who Gillian, Jacob?
1: Gillian Jacobs? Gillian Jacobs. I Jacob. fucking hate that her name is Gillian Jacobs. Is it Gillian? Not, it is you Gillian. Know I'm talking yes. The
3: the blonde woman. Brita. No, not even Britta. I'm fucking this up hard. She was in um Oh God. She showed up in Workaholics. Blonde woman. Fuck.
1: We're going to... <laughs> there are people screaming at this podcast right now. I man. know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, two damn and bang. The four
1: people have who have seen the drop, three of whom... Oh, hold on. ...watched it on your plex.
3: <laughs> well, you better watch it soon. It's going to go. <laughs>
1: oh, this one has Tom Hardy? No, that's not the
3: one, right? No, no, no. That's, that actually was filmed in Boston, I think.
1: Jermaine Fowler. That's the one. Anna Conkle.
3: That's the one. And. Mona McCut Michael? The woman I was thinking about is not listed here. What the fuck?
1: It Was this a fever dream? <laughs> like,
3: it was a fever dream. Oh, God.
1: Oh, the guy who's in that new ghost show was in it. Um, and he was Jillian f- Bell. Jillian Bell, thank Jillian you. Jillian
3: yep. Bell is who I was thinking of.
1: She's also a voice actress, too, right? I think. I
3: believe so. Uh, but it, you know, like it's just basically there's like this group of friends and they're like very eccentric characters. So it's very character driven. Okay. It's a character driven comedy. But uh, that's not even on my list. We just totally side, <laughs> we tangented so hard right now.
1: Completely sidetracked. <laughs> my eight. Oh, yeah, my yep. eight yeah, now. You're right. you're uh, right. First one that's based off a TV series. What up? Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Oh, really? Available on Paramount Plus. I loved it. Yeah? Bringing Beavis and Butthead into the 21st century via a black hole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did, I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole uh, on Beavis and Butthead the other day. Did you know that they had live action uh, cameos in the TV show Step by Step?
1: With um, Patrick Suzanne Duffy. Summers and Patrick yes. Duffy? No, I did yes. not know this. Yes, so
3: during the peak of... Like, wasn't Urkel a fucking cameo in that show, yeah, too? Urkel was. Yeah, Urkel was. But during the peak of Beavis and Butthead... Like
2: those 90s sitcoms, they made a live action?
3: They made a lot... They There's two or three episodes where these two characters that Track are one Beavis one and open. Butthead pop in as Beavis and Butthead. Just okay. for the Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I enjoyed. Did anybody see this?
2: No, Mm -mm,
3: did not.
1: It was cute. It was cute. It was. It was. They somehow (laughs) we've made a. Excuse me. Oh my god! Now I'm burping. Um, (laughs) They somehow become astronauts in training but piss off the crew of the shuttle so much that they get left in space and travel towards a black hole, <laughs> which lands them in 2022. That sounds like oh, something I would watch. that's
3: awesome. In, so you're getting the 90s Beavis and Butthead transported to the modern time. I yeah. like that concept.
1: In Texas 2022, and their only goal is one of the astronauts um, hinted at, at one point but in the, the past, hinted that, uh, she'd be into them. So oh. their entire goal is to Find fuck her. her. <laughs> Find her. And in true Beavis and Butthead fashion, that's, they both that, fall in love that's, with her.
3: That's my kind of movie.
1: And they both want to lose their virginity to her. And she's huh? like, and I believe now she's a congresswoman because it's you know present day. There's right, right, 20 right. years have passed by. Um, and she wants nothing to do with them because she was the reason that they were left out of the shuttle. And they went home. Without them, oh, she okay. was basically responsible for their deaths, and the fact that they're not dead and they're back in. Yeah, yeah. And there's also an uh, another future version of Beavis and Butt that show up, and they're much more intelligent, and they try to guide Beavis and Butt uh, but th- of course they're not listening to them. So of course, there's not. there's a lot happening and not a lot happening. Yeah, like a Mike, like every other Mike Judge film. There's a lot. But it's not
3: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's cute. Like so, uh, there's a like extract. You ever see extract? Yep, that's one of the ones so, I'm thinking. Yeah, of. like there's a lot happening, but not really. Yeah, like, like it's. it's Kristen
1: pretty... Wiig is cheating on Jason Bateman because he hired the pool guy to trap her. Right. How does that have to do with extract? By the way,
3: like what? <laughs> Teaser. I know
1: he works for the company, but
3: yeah. I did, like, yeah, yeah.
1: It was still a good movie, but yeah, I would I would recommend it for stupid silly fun.
2: I like it. Nice. Yep.
3: So both of and our nostalgia, for
2: stupid silly fun. Yep. Is your eight stupid silly Your fun? turn.
3: No, my number eight is... <laughs> this is an Oscar-nominated <laughs>
1: three-hour period drama.
3: <laughs> it should have been nominated for an Oscar, though. Uh, my number eight is Don't Worry, Darling.
1: Oh, it's, oh, it's on my oh,
2: two-watch
3: list. Yeah,
1: no. I have not seen it. I've heard a lot of the buzz that came about it was actually the behind-the-scenes drama. Yes. Oh,
3: yeah. But it's still made for a good movie.
1: Did Harry Styles spit... On Chris Pine. Yes. Okay.
3: I think that happened for real. Like, and I also tried the salad dressing. <laughs> I made the salad dressing.
1: Which salad dressing? You Never heard about that. No.
3: So there, I guess well, there was like a salad dressing recipe that I've tossed a Olivia Wilde. <laughs> 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 there was a salad dressing recipe that Olivia Wilde used to make for scratch from scratch for Jason Sudeikis that she posted on Instagram when she broke up with him and like went with Harry Styles. So it's the breakup. I guess the internet calls it like the breakup salad dressing. Ooh. So it's basically so gonna, red wine vinegar.
2: You're going to serve this when you're going to break up with somebody. <laughs> yeah, but I care. Here
3: you go. It's a uh, red wine vinegar, Dijon mustard, um, olive oil seasonings all whipped together.
1: And salty tears. And salty
3: tears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I
1: ruined it because I said it early too. Salty tears. Salty
3: tears. Mm, That's that's some zing. That's got some zing. There's a taste of pain and despair and the stress. Loneliness.
2: This makes lettuce taste so good. But uh,
3: basic premise is that it starts off in the 50s in this kind of like you think it, you know, well, I don't want to spoil it, but like it's. It's, think of it almost kind of like WandaVision. What you see happening isn't really what's happening. The
1: idyllic neighborhood of the 50s.
3: Right, right, right. So that's kind of where you are led into the story. And then you kind of find out like, oh, there's certain reaches that you can't go to. There's places beyond certain perimeters in this town that you're not allowed to go to. And, And then you find out, As the story progresses, uh, the main character played by uh, Florence Pugh—I know, right? Well, she so one scene she gets spread out on the table, and Harry Styles munches her box for like a good solid five minutes of screen time.
1: I may have to watch this now. It's actually
3: pretty, so it's pretty good in that regard. So it has these very steamy moments, but um, also really good thriller in the sense that she starts to lose her sanity. And her sanity starts to unwind. And then they do a real good job to explain why. Like, it's a very shock moment at the end when you find out, oh, yeah, I, I, this is all this. I
1: read the premise, so I know what happens. So you what know happens. exactly what yeah. happens? We, won't, okay. we don't have to spoil it we for We won't anybody. spoil it
3: for the audience. But, like, it's. I thought it was a really cool ending. A good way to handle, like, this is an alternate reality. You know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. not like a multiverse or a parallel existing time it's like it exists there okay anyways but yeah uh, number 8 Don't Worry Dying it. it's on my
1: list of things to watch yeah I'm still interested in it yeah. I just you know all well, the drama with Shia LaBeouf coming in and then quitting or getting fired depending on who you believe the fact that this was the movie that that destroyed the Jason Sudeikis relationship with Olivia because she basically oh I can that, see why she wanted that Harry Styles junk like a lot of people
3: I can see why it, it, it did that yeah like for sure, um, do we know what role Shia LaBeouf was supposed to play?
1: I thought was the Harry Was the Harry Styles yeah, role? Was Harry oh, Styles was it the yeah. Harry
3: Styles role? Oh, that would have been interesting. I like Harry Styles better. I think in the role, just because it works.
1: He's a very pretty both man.
3: Ways. Well, but I mean, that's not. I don't see. He's got to play. Yeah.
1: You yes yes. There's he's uh, play both sides. Duality. There there's, there's a duality. There's a
3: duality to duality that. He has to play that. I think he played well. I don't think Shia would have been able to do that.
1: Okay. So.
2: I, I can see that. Yep.
3: Okay. That's my eight. What's right. your number
2: seven? My seven. Uh, Chris had mentioned a pool cleaner, and that brings us to my number seven. You may have seen it. It's on the Plex. I don't know about you. Probably not.
1: Um, I've r- basically, everything that was on my honorable list, that's everything that I've gotcha, seen.
2: Gotcha. Uh, so my number seven is The Day Shift.
3: I did not see that. Did so, not
1: see that. I. It's. I want it, it to see though because it looks say, good. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Fox is
2: a vampire hunter, but his daytime job, quote unquote, uh, for people actually listening to this, I did the air quotes. Daytime job uh, is
1: a pool cleaner. It's a hide that he's an actual like vampire hunter. How does uh, That's cool. when when does he sleep? Because pool cleaning is like a daytime job, like. You have to be there in the morning, yeah, so there's some thegas
2: things with like vampires going on, um, but they have like it's like a funnier version of blade, okay, oh, I like that, yeah, so do you know was it blade one, maybe two, where they found out like the sunscreen thing and they use the sunscreen to like go out into the days to actually do things, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they kind of use that that in, angle in day shift, yeah, okay and he comes across this, uh, you know, vampire in training who becomes his best friend slash vampire hunter with him in the Dave Franco. Oh, okay. Uh, I do was going to ask some Snoop, some Snoop Dogg I Snoop Dogg's So in the movie, Snoop Dogg right? is in the movie as a guy called Big John. Of course Who's like his friend from, because there's a vampire union, and he got fired, or Jamie Foxx character got fired from the union for hunting vampires the way that he does it, just messy. So, Big John is trying to get him back into the Union. So, him and Dave Franco go on this big quest to take out the big bad and the the big vampires who are giving out the sunscreen kind of thing. I'm back. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm listening. So, yeah.
2: Sorry. The, nice. There's a Snoop, and it's not like a cameo. It's like Snoop is in the movie for a good like he has a, a good g- chunk of yeah, the movie, yeah. like he's playing it,
1: Snoop, right? Like his character's name Big John, but he's playing Snoop. Yeah, right, right, right. Like um, Starsky and Hutch, he was yep. Snoop, but right. as a pimp. Yeah,
2: right, right, right. And then the Dave Franco, Huggy Bear, yeah, Huggy Bear. Bear. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dave Franco plays you know normal Dave Franco character where he's like all like super action kind of thing, but yeah. also like
1: super goofy. Did you see um? The after party, the TV series that he did. Oh, I did. That it was, was good. phenomenal. That I, was really we good. We got to do a twenty twenty two TV. I
3: was just gonna say we should like even just give a couple honorable mentions for TV stuff at the end of this, but uh, yeah, we can do that. Um, that fucking after party show. The fact that it was like a different genre Loved per it. episode. Yeah. oh, so good. It was
2: amazing. So
3: good.
1: Ah, uh,
2: so it's my seven. Or yeah, will since you guys were questioning it, uh, it's. Like, very comical blade. It's comical blade. Comical blade. And I and can
3: sign up for that. In a nutshell, yeah. In a I'm on board for that. I do, um,
1: yeah, it was on my list, and just, it, it dropped off of things uh, I wanted to see. So, it's on Netflix. Okay.
3: It's also on Plex.
1: Got yep. it. Don't, don't remove it from the Plex.
3: I won't remove it from the okay. Plex. I still have to watch Although it. Although, I still
1: have Netflix, so. <laughs> I can do that.
3: I got rid of my Netflix, so I depend upon the Plex.
1: Yep. Seven. Seven. Uh, This was on Johnny's honorable list. Uh, It was just a cute retelling of a story uh, uh, based on facts with uh, Walter White and Mrs. Warren Beatty. Jerry and Marge go large. Uh, He's a math teacher who discovers in uh, one of the lottery games a surefire way to win. Uh, Was it the windfall, the downfall? I for, I forget what the name of the lottery was. It doesn't exist anymore because right. they found the
3: the loophole. The loophole,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh so he's a Michigan teacher and they drive over the weekend to Massachusetts because there's one one store on the edge of Massachusetts that's selling these tickets still and they just keep going back and making more and more and, money for the town that needs the money. It's a Robin Hood kind of story with Dwight Schrute as the. Uh, I was going to say Dwight clerk.
3: Shrew, yeah, yeah uh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, love him. He plays this awesome, like, despicable, like, store clerk, but he's kind of a love. He's like the lovable scoundrel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like he's kind of like a piece of shit, but like you kind of root for the guy a yeah. little bit, you know. And he's just a B character. He's
1: just a B um, character. It's it's cute. There's um some Harvard douche that also figures out the loophole, so he gets a lot of his rich Harvard fa- friends to put in some money so that they can start winning. But it turns out uh, he really shouldn't be doing this because his father objects to it. So. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a war between this town and this Harvard douche. Uh, my apologies to those of you who went to Harvard, but they portrayed <laughs> this guy as basically he is a very rich, much a
3: douche, yeah. Elite.
1: Elite douche, yeah. Uh, and eventually the town wins and they can make all of these changes that they want to and all of these, uh, uh, they had to restore a lot of the downtown area. So there's a plot like that. And yeah, it's just, just a feel good film with, uh I keep calling it Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston and Nat Benning is the husband and wife.
3: So what kept it off my actual list, a few notes. One was uh, Brian Cranston's character is like a stickler for numbers. Mm-hmm. I think if anybody else played that character other than Brian Cranston, it wouldn't have been as enjoyable. Right. I think he nailed that very well. Uh, the other thing, too, is like I mentioned before, it's a movie that introduces a lot of resolution in the very last moments. of. Oh, the yeah. So, like, even the Harvard guys are introduced very late in the game. Yep. So, like, that's kind of like a lot of this happens at the end, but still, despite all that, pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I, I kind
1: of like those biopics, too, where you, you learn yeah, a little bit of something story. that you never really knew before.
3: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a true story, too, which is kind of neat.
1: So that was My 7.
3: Okay, My 7 came out recently to Netflix. Uh, it is a sequel... On your list, Glass Onion, on my list, a little. Uh, I actually put it a little further up. Okay, yeah, uh, mine, se- mine seven. I think only because I, uh, I only saw it recently, and I'm still kind of in the process of uh, digesting the whole story. And there's mm-hmm. like, a lot of like stops, rewinding the movie, catching, which that kind of annoys me a little bit. But uh, all that aside, it was like over the top enough where I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I like the. Daniel Craig playing this, like, investigator that's, like, this, like, southern... Southern gentleman. Southern gentleman. Very much a southern yeah, gentleman. Yeah, over-the-top kind of thing. Like, when he walks into the pool, like, in, in his full clothes. And
1: the ascot. <laughs> the
3: ascot. Like, it's so fucking funny. Like, it's just... It's, just it's, it's a...
1: Great cast. Great cast. I just enjoyed it thoroughly. I...
3: Yeah, love Ed Norton in it. Mm-hmm. Love that he's pretty much Elon Musk in it.
1: Yep, I have a fan uh, theory that I'll drop on mine.
3: All right, cool. Brian
1: and I did catch something early on too. At the, he and I both saw something in the film that kind of dictates what happens at the end. But
3: oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, I'll, I'll save it for when you guys get to it on yours. But uh, uh just great ensemble cast. Yeah, Dave Batista, fucking awesome. Oh in yeah. This. Like, he's just so good in it. Um, yeah, that's a glass on you, number seven. Yep.
1: It was very enjoyable.
3: I liked it. Uh, six
2: is mine.
1: No one cared who I was till <laughs> I put on the mask.
2: There it is. Um, it would have been higher if it wasn't 75 hours long. It was way too long. Who directed this long. one?
3: Matt Reeves. Oh, okay. Guy who did Cloverfield, Let Me In, a couple other movies.
2: And there was what seemed like a lot of stories going on all at once. So you had the Batman story, then you had Penguin story, you had Riddler's story, then you had Catwoman's story, and then you had uh, Gordon's story, all coming together for one movie. It was like playing the video game almost. Of one of the Arkhams, I was like super dark, but all over the place. Um, I probably that's why it was on my list because it reminds me of Arkham of just how it's all over the place, but a little too long to like sit in the theater to go watch it, which yeah. is, is what I did. I went to the theaters for it. Yeah. But Paul Dano, great as the Riddler.
3: Paul Dano was great. Um, hated the Joker that they put in. Oh, at the end? Yep. Uh, uh, did not like the uh, way they shoehorned Catwoman's origin,
2: kind of. You know what I mean? It was thrown in there just to give her a backstory yep. and also to check a box.
3: I feel yeah. like you could edit 45 minutes out of that movie yeah. and still have a good movie in there. Mm-hmm. Especially, There's a better movie yeah. hidden within the Batman. Yep.
2: Especially knowing that Penguin got an origin story on HBO Max. You easily could have like teased Penguin or Catwoman story yep, and put that on the HBO Max TV series, not in the movie. Penguin should have been like one or two scenes. But yeah, to set up the HBO Max, not 45 minutes an hour for
1: Does Does this version of the Batman tie into that? Are they in the same universe? Because right now there's too many fucking DC universes out there. Does that Penguin come into this? Like, the same actor and everything? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. going to be Colin This Farrell. is where it's Colin Farrell. Okay. Yeah. This is where my frustration with DC so lies. To, yeah.
2: The series is supposed to be Colin Farrell's origin story as Penguin. And okay. And how he gets to power. Got it. Whereas, like, they easily could have left out Penguin and put him, instead of having the Joker at the end, use Penguin at the end to set up the TV series. Same with Catwoman. They could have...
3: And vertical gonna integration, it. I'm going to spoil it. The whole movie sets up the downfall of Gotham. Yeah. That's the real big twist of the movie is Gotham yeah. Falls.
1: And I I don't know. Is Robert Pattinson scheduled to play Batman again? Like, uh, is he? I don't
3: think anything's official. Well, it's not DC a, yeah. right now is in shambles. Like, they just brought in James Gunn to basically be the Kevin Feige for DC movies. And it's it pissed off Dwayne Johnson because he had this pre-established thing going where they were trying to make Black Adam a thing, and he fought to bring back Henry Cavill, who now they brought in James Gunn, who was like, nope, we're cleaning the slate, and we're just going to replace everybody. Yeah, because so, he's
1: not in the, the the next season of The Witcher, right? Because it's going to be Liam yeah, Hemsworth. Right, exactly. Holy fuck. It's like, I'd say they have their heads up their ass, but I don't think they could even find their asses right now. Yeah.
3: It's, it's all over the place. I think the, the the big interesting thing for the future DC movies is going to be like the next big like DC fandom or San Diego where they like let us know what the future looks like. Yep. You know, like there's a few movies that are already made and a few movies that are coming. Like they are making Joker two with yeah. the um, um, Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, and then they are making uh, a musical. Yeah, it's supposed to be a musical. Yep. Uh, they're making uh, Blue Beetle with the lead kid from uh, Cobra Kai. Okay. The kid who plays Miguel. So, like, there are movies that they're making that are still in the fallout of the previously set up stuff. Like, you know, we no, have like an a, Aquaman yeah. 2 that hasn't been released yet. The Flash, which.
2: But the, the universe is like. Uh, who knows, knows and I know if the Flash is going to get scatter
3: made? plot. Now. I what. can
1: say a good majority of this falls in DC's lap, but I know a lot of it too has to do with that whole Warner discovery fiasco where they're cleaning half house. And half, and, yeah. uh,
2: Which is probably another reason why this is so close to the game is because the Warner brothers owns that Division. whole Arkham series. Jesus.
1: So much going on, but it's an enjoyable film on its own, right? Like,
2: yeah, you could easily take that apart and make two films out of it. Um and it's it's super long, so, like, your best bet is to split it in maybe three different watches. Yep. Okay. Just make, like, three long TV episodes out of it.
3: I it's, think that would have been better. If they made yeah. three TV episodes out of it and put it on HBO Max. A limited
2: series. Would have been put awesome. Like, three, four episodes and go that route instead of one giant movie. That's, yep. like, three hours long.
4: Okay.
3: It's funny. They make, like... There's TV shows that feel like they should be movies, and then there's movies that feel like they should be TV, TV shows. Yeah. This is definitely one of them. A lot of those Marvel TV series felt like overextended movies that are yeah. chopped up into TV shows. Only two of the Marvel TV shows felt like TV shows. WandaVision and She-Hulk.
1: Yes, yeah.
3: Everything else felt like the a movie. movie that was just But, I mean,
1: I, I will... Fall on the sword for Loki. I still think that was a phenomenal series, but right, it was a film. It was a movie. That was a TV
2: series. Yeah, yeah.
3: it felt like a mini series movie as opposed to like a TV series, where She Hulk definitely felt episodic, yeah. like a TV series. Right, and
1: it was developed to be that way. I feel too, and right. clear the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. God, I love that show. It was oh, good. it would be yeah. in my twenty two, twenty twenty two. I
2: think like the one good thing about this Batman is though, is they're not pigeonholed to the normal characters that all the other movies use as their big bads whereas this one kind of sets up like it's going to a different version of like their rose gallery where you might get some other characters versus the main like between Joker and Mr. Freeze and the Rither. like this one's going to be a little more of like you might get the Poison Ivy or you might get some of Zazz in there or it uh, would
3: be cool to see this feels like a movie yeah. where Zaz well, could work, tri- like that universe. And
2: then uh, Ventriloquist, they kind of looked like they were teasing that a little bit, but I could be wrong. It could just be me overthinking. But there was a lot of like other options they can go for their villains instead of the ones that they use normally in all of the movies. Yeah. Like Joker, you kind of have to use because it's like tied to Batman. Yep. But like you didn't see Penguin in the last series. Right. We saw Bane in both of them, so I don't think they'll use Bane in this one.
3: And, you know, don't give me Bane again until you do Bane right. Exactly. I'm all set with Bane.
1: The one thing I haven't heard you say, though, since we've been talking about this, Robert Pattinson's performance as the Um, Batman.
2: At first, I was kind of questioning it, and then after I seen it, it, he kind of played the part. Okay. But he was more of like, um, this Batman is like a detective Batman. Okay. He has like the suit. With the stupid gadgets all over the place, I know where you're going, and I'm gonna set you up for it. So he has the gadgets, like the video game, yeah. Unlike the other two movies,
1: okay.
3: I agree with you there, yeah. but it's they tried to make him the world's greatest detective in this, and he's he, not. He's not. James, okay,
2: James Gordon's the world's greatest detective.
3: Yes, a hundred percent. Like he is. It's. They should have leaned more into year one than they did. And I understand why they didn't, because it's just like basically you're falling into the amazing Spider-Man needless reboot territory at that point. You know what I mean? Where it's like serviceable movie, but really wasn't necessary. The same thing here. And
2: like if he didn't have the money and, or like the gadgets to do things, he wouldn't be a detective. Whereas like James Gordon is the detective.
3: He legit is the detective. Yeah, 100%. Working on... Like, Doesn't you know,
2: need, like, the money or the gadgets, just common sense, intelligence, you know, life stories, kind of, like, growing into things where Pattinson has the money and pays for things... Right. ...to get his results. Also, the, my um, least
3: favorite, Alfred.
1: Who was I don't, I don't Alfred don't this year? You don't Alfred. I don't even remember, That's remember Alfred. That's how bad
3: it is, see? Uh, Alfred was... Um, Smeagle there. Uh oh. Andy Circus. Yeah, I don't even remember Alfred. Oh, okay. He is barely in it and yeah. it's just like so like whatever. And um Gordon. Jeremy Irons what? was a better Alfred and he was a terrible Alfred.
1: Uh Gordon was the one from Westworld, right? The Jeffrey, Yep. Jeffrey yep. Wright. Yep. He
3: was a good Gordon. Like race swap be damned, like he was a good Gordon, yep. you know?
1: And he was the um the watcher in the uh what if series.
3: He's the Fucking awesome. He's the best pick. But he
1: was also the alien who took a shit in Rick Sanchez's uh, private toilet.
3: <laughs> yeah, he was. Like that guy can he's that guy, versatile. That guy's he's, got range. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. can do a lot. <laughs> uh okay, so that was your number six, right? Yeah. Holy crap. We're still at We're six. At six. Okay. Um I'm gonna have to take a break at five, just a yep, quick yep. pee break. <laughs> uh
1: so you went DC, I went Marvel, and it's the only Marvel I've got on here. It wasn't great, but it was Thor, Love and Thunder. You thought it was great? Or? No,
3: well it's it's I'm gonna just say it, it's my number five.
1: Number five. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> we're in the mid tier for it. Okay, Ragnarok. So, I can go over and over and over. This was not Ragnarok.
3: Ragnarok had tons of rewatchability. I'll still watch Ragnarok, like if yep. it's on TV. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it, it yeah. going. Like it's good. It's real good.
1: And it was nothing against Natalie Portman. I I love her, but I you put anybody in the role of Jane, this would still be a mid tier movie. It was that that whole thing about Jane. I was like, uh,
2: so this didn't even make my list. And it calls back to me watching movies and not remembering them. Like, I remember watching Thor, but I have nothing good to say it was, about it.
1: It was, you're right, it was not memorable. Yeah. I remember Russell Crowe. I remember the...
3: Russell Crowe was hilarious. And I, I remember, remember... He was there, like the Greek god, right? Yeah, he yeah. Was, he was, yeah.
1: And I remember there, there was like one allusion to Jesus when they were walking in there, and they said, oh, and that's the god of carpentry. And I was like, huh. I do know a god who was a carpenter. <laughs> I was like, oh, Harrison okay. Ford.
4: Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Han Solo is our god. So, like, and number five has to be better than Crystal Skull. But that's all. Yeah, we'll right. wait to
3: see oh, how that, that turns though. out. So, that good though.
2: And then I also have it might have been you guys or the other group texts with Will and Dan, um, where they had mentioned that Thor was more of like a rom com. So I didn't go into the movie thinking it was going to be something. I knew what it was going to be, so I didn't have crazy expectations. Right. So knowing it was a rom-com, like I, I wasn't salty about how it went versus if I didn't know it was a rom-com, I probably would have been let down.
1: Okay. It was all right, but still, didn't make my list. So it was all. It was. I mean, it, clearly, I put it six, so it's it's better than three or four other movies that I put on here because it's enjoyable and it's Thor and it's Marvel and it's. Uh, there was Kutu definitely. Taika Waititi, yeah. I was gonna say there's definitely some parts there where like Corcoms and like made me laugh. But oh yeah, like it's not like super memorable for me. And Guardians, there you, we had the Guardians. The setup for Guardians And right? right? Like yep. this was, and and the uh, Valhalla at the very end, which. Oh, opens up a lot of questions about characters who have passed on in the Marvel universe, and don't you? You're smiling, you got that shit-eating grin. I don't. Characters need to be dead. <laughs> Characters except for the, need to stay dead. They need to stay dead, except for Tony Stark. You know what's be funny in Robert Secret Downey Wars? Robert Downey Jr. is running out of money and he has to come back. But
3: <laughs> In Secret Wars, when all the dead Avengers are sitting at a table in Valhalla and they all come back to fight the last battle.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. It was it, it. was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Just did not have that same punch as Ragnarok did.
3: I, I f- so I'm going to save it for my thing right here. But uh, I'm going to make the executive decision. To swap my six and my five.
1: Because so, you want to talk more about it. Because right? I want to talk
3: more about it, just to put a pin in it. And then my number five will be my actual number six. All right. Because technically, I think with all the complaints I have with it, it should be lower on the the numerical value state anyway. So I'm going to say my number, five, my number six is Thor Love and Thunder, but it was a tie. It's a tie between Thor Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange. So technically it's five and six. Kind of, but I have a number six. That's going to be my new number five. So I made all my Marvel movies. That was my tie. Yep. There's no other Marvel movie on this list aside from these two. And like we talked a lot about Thor Love and Thunder. It is totally inconsistent. They wasted Gore the God Butcher. Like you have Christian fucking Bale playing your villain who's giving it his all and and like you make it so tonally inconsistent, where like you're you're like like heartbroken one minute to like expecting to laughing. Thing. The totally next. forgot. I he was
2: in
1: fucking it. forgot that Christian yeah. Bale was in it. And I remember watching the
2: movie and then be like, wait a second, that's Christian you don't Bale. do that,
1: right? Like if anything, switch him with uh, Ethan Hawke in in uh, Moon, Moon Knight. So that he would at least would have had a better role, and Ethan Hawke could be the one that was forgettable. Like, sorry, I liked not to though. not to crap on Moonlight. It was good, but like Ethan Hawke had a better role in Glass Onion, and he was in it for two minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, he was the one who administered the uh, the vaccine. When that, that was him. That was him. I didn't even pick <laughs> up on that.
3: Holy shit!
1: Actually, no. I'm sorry. Ethan Hawke had a more memorable role in Glass Onion than Christian Bale did in Love and Thunder. And he had a very memorable role in Moon Knight. That, I'm not going to yeah, shit on yeah, yeah, that yeah. because it wasn't my favorite of the Marvel series that I saw last year, but it was still enjoyable. I
3: liked, so in real just quick to touch on Moon Knight, uh, like I thought they did more to develop his character. Like here's a guy who puts glass in his shoes in the fucking morning because he's so committed to his cause. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. I liked that aspect of it, but... um. Like, you have Gore the God Butcher. Like, you open your movie to feature his character, to set things in motion, and then you make it so forgettable, and then you can't even resolve your ending but to give it to a bunch of children to save the day? Like, you can't even let your hero save the day of the movie that you have to fucking give it to a bunch of kids?
1: Children. 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 Children now that I remember Christian Bale was in this and it's all yeah, flying back, coming to back to me, back to me. I remember he watching was given the, yeah. no direction. No, the oh. only direction was overact. Go yeah. ahead. Just overact. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure after I watched the movie, I was like, um, was this a, a story about him? Right. Like being not even a villain, like him being the good guy that you think is the villain, but he's not. Right. Right.
3: Right, which we've seen movies like that before where it's like the bad guy like Black Panther.
1: Yeah.
2: The Bill guy yeah.
3: Like he's the bad guy, but he's kinda he's, not. But he's the good guy. Right. Um it's
1: They better not do him dirty and like make sure that there's another role for Christian Bale somewhere down the line. Or let him reprise or, yeah, God exactly. or
3: the God Butcher in a better light, like yeah. even more comic accurate where Gore, the God butcher in the comics does not look human at all. Like he's yep. got weird tentacles on his head. And like, he has like goat legs where they're like bent the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, it, like they should have done a little bit more with that. Like I understand you want to humanize them so you can let the emotions flow through for the actor a little bit more, but like, come on, like do it fucking right. And in the comics, Gore, the God butcher sets up the black King which is basically the very first symbiote. And that sword that he's wielding in the movie was supposed to be made out of symbiotes. That, you know, these are things we don't know, they don't present to us, you know what I mean? Uh, My other split, so this Doctor Strange was the other part of this. So Doctor Strange, like... Doctor Strange 1 is another one I will go
1: back to time and time again like Ragnarok. This one, I don't have the desire to rewatch it in the immediate future.
3: Yeah, so with this more recent Doctor Strange, like I like I I was upset mainly because it wasn't what I expected. Correct. I ordered a Coke, they gave me a Sprite. Yep. I like Sprite. No, they uh, gave you an RC Cola. Yeah. <laughs> they gave you
1: a President's Choice.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, but I but I enjoyed it. So, because it wasn't what I wanted, I shouldn't make that the movie's fault. Right. I like Sam Raimi. I loved the Sam Raiminess of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of scenes that like felt very Evil Dead. The movie is saved by a zombie Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, like that's something that zombie appealed Strange. to me directly. Yeah. Zombie Strange, like, love that. Even though I didn't expect it or want it at this stage in the game, I liked the villainous Scarlet Witch Mm -hmm. because that is something that happens in the comics and you know actually she started off as a villain so to see her evolve to that is great Um, it basically took a flavor so it took three comic storylines and kind of crapped on them a little bit so like Doctor Strange getting punked by the Illuminati and blown away by Black Bolt that was a variation of in the comics when they jettisoned All the Illuminati got together to jettison Hulk into space because he was too dangerous. Same thing. Doctor Strange was too dangerous. They couldn't jettison him into space, so they kill him. So I feel like they punked that storyline to do that. Um, House of M is basically revolving around um, Scarlet Witch, Wanda, manifesting her children and Doctor Strange having to break it to her that her children don't exist. And then in turn, that becomes... Like, um, she has a mental breakdown and she causes House of M. So they took all these little, like, storylines from the comics and they only kept a shred of them. And I think because they only kept a shred of them and they didn't go full force with it, we're getting very watered down things of things that could be better. Yeah. That's my gripe. But overall, if that's what we're going to get for the movies, I'll take it. Okay. And that's my five. That's my six. My split six.
2: That brings us to five.
3: That does bring us to five. Do you want to take a quick break? Yes. Yeah. I, I got a pee. I'm sitting here guys.
1: sitting in my own urinal fluid.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go. Here, tag you in first and I'll go. All right. All right. Too bad. I just want to you
0: dream. You hear me spitting out a poisonous ink I'm poisons to think what I can do when I'm on the brink A back to the wall, a villain when I'm ready to brawl I'm killing It's really, it's silly how I'm messing with y'all Speaking it's easy, to see me coming through in the clutch now Duck down, profound sounds dropping like touchdowns Cursing in verses like missing persons, you never find it Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminding But shit, a contradiction might better define it I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining Cultural it, the perfect pressure to press a diamond It's in your time and not what you wear when you're Say you're rhyming as far as I'm in, I'll never make it to raise an island. Call me an island, I'm solitary in my confinement. Forget my elegant eloquence while I'm relevant. Carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it. Heavy like an elephant, desolate while I'm reckoning. Strictly just for the benefit. Evident in my devilment. And now the residents fear the presence of melanin. Malevolent supremacist, speaking venomous sentences. Forget the precedent, get a taste of your medicine. To tranquilize dart to your face, embrace the sedative. You don't wanna save it